Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. The only podcast where two is a crowd, guys of a certain age, Robbie Copeland's in studio in the flesh alongside Jay Reed. No. No, not Jay Reed. Art Shirley. Art Shirley. Jay is not here. Jay is not here. And we're going to restrain from being this A, we miss Jay, and we're going to make fun of Jay's show. We're going to do our best since he's not here to defend himself. Remembering Jay on a very special episode of Guys of a Certain Age. Yeah, so Jay went off for a guys weekend or something and didn't invite us. Yeah. That's why he can't be here. So we see where his loyalties lie. That's right. I think we should go to lunch after this. And if we could figure out a way to charge it to Jay. Ah, yeah. We'll we'll send him pictures. So this may be a little bit of an abbreviated guys of a certain age. but Or it uh, may not. (laughs) It may not. Yeah. Let's see. It may be one to two minutes shorter. Yeah, maybe. Maybe two and a half. So let's jump into Geeks of the Week. What you got, Mr. Shirley? Okay. Coming out March 31st is Godzilla vs. Kong from Legendary Films. Uh, It will be both in theaters and debut on HBO Max. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, I've been watching the trailers and things. Uh, things we've heard about it so far are that there will be a definite winner, which was kind of unusual thing to me. We don't know who that's going to be yet. Who do you, who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Godzilla. Really? Yeah. I'm going with Godzilla. Hey, we could we, we could, uh, we could do a, a thing right before the thing uh, airs. Thing before and, the thing. Yeah, we could do some kind of uh, betting thing. Maybe have a... Uh, a board or Godzilla versus Kong. Our own version of March, <laughs> March, Ma- of March Madness. March Monster Madness. That's it. Uh, but anyway, I'm thinking it's going to be Godzilla. But King Kong is always the sympathetic good guy. Well, yeah, but, you know, well, and I, and I think that's a strong argument to make. Yeah. But I think the Kong first, the Skull Island Kong may be, you know, somewhat different. I don't know. We'll see. We'll mm. see. So, so we'll see how much they really stick to a definite winner. Maybe the winner is mankind because Godzilla. <laughs> And Kong unite to save us from it because there are the the, is, the the latest information we've gotten is there are going to be other monsters in there which we knew Mothra, uh, possibly Mothra, maybe Rodan. I think Ooh, Rodan. Rodan. But they said they're going to have some new monsters. They're coming up with their own monsters for this. So that's going to be interesting to see what what we're going to be. Andy Godzuki. Uh, I think uh, Mecha Godzilla has also been. Uh, reported to make an appearance mecha godzilla the robot version of godzilla Ooh. and so maybe that's what they're going to do maybe kong and uh godzilla team up against a common enemy mecha yeah. godzilla so we'll see could be the beginning of the terminator godzilla as well that's right yeah so but any godzuki g2 huh godzuki. no godzuki no <laughs> godzuki's no no son of kong no mighty joe young or oh anything. so we're Mighty Joe Young, how is that in the King Kong? It's it's there. I think it was still made by some of the same folks that were involved with the Kong movie. He has no relation to Kong. No, no, yeah. no myth, mythological relationship. Right. Yeah. Him. I mean, he's a he's a, a large gorilla. I think as opposed to some gigantic or thirty foot tall, uh, you know, giant ape that Kong was. I mean, I think uh, Joe Mighty Joe Young is is maybe you know. 15 feet at best, if that tall. And it may be only like nine. Wow. Hadn't seen it in a while. You know, we should do a rank our favorite Kong and Godzilla episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. We, we could do that now. <laughs> We're as prepared for that as anything. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's what's right. your geek? Uh, so, according to IMDb, George Lucas is returning back to writing Star Wars. Yeah. So, he's been credited as the writer on two episodes of Andor. 
uh, the Cassian Andor series that's supposed to launch sometime later this year, I guess. Um, so in in the INDB credits for Ryder, it's got you know George Lucas parentheses characters and then two episodes. Yeah. So it's not and just then in brackets, no dialogue <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> faster, more. That's intense. right. Faster, more intense. So what, what you said. Yeah, that's right. Um, what do you think about? I'm uh, excited about that. I think Uncle that's George. great. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's it's well known that he's kind of regretted not necessarily selling. I'm sure he's happy about the the money and everything, but I think he had hoped he would have more creative input. Yeah. On the trilogy. Uh, and was kind of dismayed to find out that he very <laughs> had very little creative input on the trilogy. Zero. Yeah. And having heard some of his ideas, maybe that's okay. But I think he has worked very closely with uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, he did, obviously, on the Clone Wars animated series. Uh, but I think he also was somebody that uh, they talked to with the Mandalorian series. Yeah. I don't know that he had any direct input on anything, but uh, I think he was – Somebody that they probably bounced ideas off of. Maybe that's you know what I'm hoping for anyway. And so I think that that'll be good that he's coming back. So you know, Dave Filoni's been kind of the keeper of the of the true yeah. Star Wars flame, right? So um, and Lucas, I'm not going to say you know picked him out of obscurity, but Lucas yeah. kind of handpicked him for Clone Wars, right? So um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because you know, as much as we make fun of. Uh, the prequel trilogy. Uh, Who? Us? <laughs> yeah. And the changes to the original trilogy, which are still unforgivable. Uh, but uh, Sorry, George, if you're listening. But, you know, he created the whole thing. But this is his, we wouldn't have this if not for him. And, and you know, the, the love that we have for the series is, is certainly something now, that he's responsible for. Now, young flannel clad George Lucas created it, not yeah. old 70 plus crudmudgeon George Lucas. That's right. So That's right. So we'll um, see. Yeah. Well, if if the Andor series is even half as good as the Mandalorian, it should be fun. Yeah. Of course, we know what happens to him in the end. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's prequel, so, so it's like we we can't expect. Uh, Everybody dies. That's right. So, um, did you watch Lois? And uh, no, I was going to say Lois and Clark. Do you watch Superman and Lois? No, I could. Uh, you you can't do live. Yeah, because I have you've, Hulu. I have yeah, Hulu. 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 I have Hulu. Uh, live streaming and does not include the CW app. So you, uh, I have an antenna upstairs I could watch, but um, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, well, I kind of like the idea of getting it completely for free, but I didn't do it last night. No, yeah, um, and uh, so I'll watch it tonight. I'm sure. And you watch the uh, you watch the first. We talked about that last week. Yeah, watch the first episode. I thought it was really good. Like the pilot. I really thought it was really good. Um, you know, kind of diverging off like we often do. So because of the the win at the Golden Gloves, I've started watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, I keep meaning to watch that and I forget about it. It's hilarious. I've heard it was really, really good. It's Apple Plus? It's on Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Yeah, not yeah. just Apple Plus. Right. And Apple Plus, I think I've got sitting out in the lobby. So. <laughs> That's right. So, but uh, yeah, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. And How many uh, episodes is that? Oh gosh, eight or ten. Okay, and they're going to do a second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize. I, I vaguely remember the TV commercials when they came out in 2014. Yeah. So it's an NBC Sports promo of this American football coach Ted Lasso who gets hired to. Oh, he was he was coaching a real English Premier League club. Yeah, and then he gets fired at the end of the spot. And so they took that entire thing, including his supporting coach that was in the spot with him, and made a complete TV show out of it. Oh, really? 
So yeah. it was just a promotional thing for ESPN at first? For NBC Sports. NBC Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were adding English Premier League to okay. NBC broadcast. Okay. Yeah, so it was a, it was a series of how couple many, spots. How many episodes have you watched? Uh, I think I'm in four. Okay, right so you've watched that much and it's oh, yeah. holding up. Okay. Yeah, and they're only half an hour long. Oh, they're great. They're, okay. they're really great. It's got kind of a almost a Hoosier sort of feel. Oh, okay, good deal. Uh, yeah, so except, you know, Ted Lasso didn't punch a player on the sidelines, right. you know, like Gene Hackman. I need did. to watch that movie again. But, oh, well, but yeah, we'll check that out because we're, uh, uh, we just finished his dark materials and need something a little lighter. Yeah. So that would be good. Uh, and there's always. Um, um, for all mankind. That's right. Season, watch that again. Season two is before going. my Apple TV Plus subscription runs out now in July. Yeah, they'll push it back. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Did you watch first season for all mankind? I haven't watched anything. Yeah, yeah. you need to watch. It's gotten really, really. I think good. the only thing I've watched on Apple TV Plus is the uh, Greyhound movie, Tom yeah. Hanks, that war movie. Didn't you watch the morning show? I watched the first episode of that and hated it. Just could yeah. not get through the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, and we've watched a lot of, uh, earth at night, which is, you know, the super cameras that are, mm, you know, sure. uh, making night look like day without cheesy effects, like a Harry house, <laughs> Ray Harryhausen movie. <laughs> I've not, uh, I've not seen that yet. I need to pull it up and see what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Ted Lasso, Jason Securis, Sudeikis. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said you heard me uh-huh. wrong. Uh, you know, winning the Golden Globe for Best Actor, yeah. Comedian Performance. I guess we could have talked about the Golden Globes today. Yeah, but we don't have Jay here. Yeah. We'll yeah. Ma- we may do that later. Or, or not. not. <laughs> or not. Or not. And I didn't watch the Golden Globes. I just saw that he got... Oh, okay. I just saw that he got the... Uh, got the the award and uh, apple tv plus uh, apple put it up everywhere that you know golden globe winning yeah so yeah i thought i'd, I'd give it a try but it, it's fun I, i've enjoyed it quite a bit good so all right we've got a half in the books looks like it's going to be a shorter show who knows what will happen on the other side of this break and we're back on the jayless show this edition of guys of a certain age jayless the Cleon. <laughs> Wow, kind of is. Um, so we're going to talk in honor of the Scarlet Witch being revealed at uh, as we record this last week's Wandavision. Favorite TV and cinematic witches? Yes. You know, I was when I was doing some research. There are just not a lot of witches out there, are there? In TV and movie, TV and movie, there's there are several, but not that many that to me are iconic. You know. That uh, I mean, I think we'll probably have the same and, and, top two anyway. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and very, very few um, heroines. They're mostly evil witches. Which is, you know, kind yeah. of what you expect from a witch thing. Yeah, yeah with a few exceptions. With Scarlet Witch is obviously a heroine. Sure, sure. Uh, so when, when I say witch, cinematic TV witch, who comes to mind? The first one that came to mind for me, and it's really a very close one and two, but I'm going to say Samantha Stevens, Bewitched. Absolutely. And that may be kind of skewed a little bit because so much of the or the early episodes of uh, WandaVision, or one of the earliest ones, you know, kind of played off of the whole uh, uh, Bewitched kind of theme. Had sure. That, one of the, I think the sec- second episode, maybe the third. Yeah. I think it was the second one had the, the feel of the Bewitched thing. But she's always kind of played that character. And I could see her playing a modern day, in, her being Elizabeth Olsen playing a modern-day incarnation of Samantha Stevens, although Nicole Kidman's already done that, so probably won't see that. Did you watch the, did you watch the, uh, the movie version of Bewitched? Yeah, I watched it. It was okay. I didn't, I didn't much care for it. Who played Darren in that? Do you remember? Uh, Will uh, Ferrell. 
Ah, of course. Yeah. 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 So Samantha Stevens, Bewitch, that yeah. was in that uh-huh. was in and my time. And I think they were both fine in the role. I just think that the movie itself kind of missed an opportunity. Yeah. But uh yeah, Samantha Stevens uh as uh I mean Elizabeth Montgomery playing Samantha Stevens in Bewitched. Yeah, with the rotating husbands as with the, yeah, with yeah. the so, so York Dick Sargent playing Darren. That's right. That's right. And Esmeralda, her mother, Endora, Endora, Esmeralda. Yeah, one think, of those were. I think yeah, there yeah, was an Esmeralda somewhere around there, but not with the bewitched. It's Endora was her grandmother. So there's another witch for you. Yeah, there was Aunt Agatha and Aunt Clara who were two witches. Yeah, uh, and then where did where did I get Esmeralda from? Esmeralda is a witch somewhere. I don't know if she was in Sabrina or if she was uh, the Black Cauldron. Maybe, maybe so. I'm oh, not well, sure. But sorry. that's a great witch name. So it's got to be in there it's somewhere. We, we could look it up, but sure. why would we want to? Do that? We, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then uh, Elizabeth Montgomery also played her cousin um, Serena. What was her cousin's name? Oh, I couldn't get the mom's name. I remember um, I, her character name. She was always credited as uh, Pandora's Box, which sounds like Pandora's Box, but it's it was Pandora and then Spox, like the the Vulcan with a. Wow. At the end. So it's a cross between a Vulcan and a streaming service. That's right. Yeah. Well, except there was a streaming service at the time, but yeah. Yeah. I guess Mr. Spock was around. There you go. Later, anyway. So uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, Samantha Stevens is top one. Yeah, was was number one. What's two for you? Two, and it's right there. And really, when I think of a witch, this is the classic, uh, you know, image I have, and that's Margaret Hamilton, Wicked Witch of the West from uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she me, she is just the the personification of what I think of when I think of a witch. You know, classic. Green skin, yeah. black hat. Yeah. yeah, played it great. Yeah. Played it a couple of different times. Played it in uh, some, uh, what was it, Paul Lynn's Halloween special. She returned to the oh, role. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I think she was playing Margaret Hamilton and then turned into the witch. So it was as if Margaret Hamilton was uh, actually. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So. Uh, she was also a coffee spokesman for a long time, too. But I vaguely yeah. remember that. Yeah. Folgers? I think it was Folgers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so you had Glenda the Good Witch also. Glenda the Good Witch, who, you know, is another is, is part of my list, almost an honorable mention kind of list, because she is a witch. And, of course, Dorothy says you don't look like a witch. And, uh, you know, so, but uh, but she definitely is a witch. It's the skin product she uses. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So we'll continue going down your list because you, you've kind of hit mine already. Okay. So who's next for you? All right. Probably third for me is I'm going to say Hermione Granger. Sure. Now I don't think of her as a witch though. And I know it's the Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry. So it's like the boys are all wizards and the girls are witches, but I think of her as a wizard, maybe first and foremost. Sure. But I mean, looking it up, I saw, I mean, if she's, if she's in the witch category, then she's definitely one of the, the top witches for me. Yeah. So she's kind of the, that first archetype, Typical, well, no, she's not really an archetype. She's the first good witch that drama revolves around, right? Yes, right. Uh huh. I would say that's probably, yeah, that's probably true. I mean, there's, there's others, but you know. Yeah, uh, but she, I mean, she, I mean, eight, eight movies, yeah. seven books, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so Harry Potter was one of the first cinematic franchises to take mm-hmm. witches seriously as positive heroines as right. opposed to yeah. either laughing stocks or, yeah. you know bad people yeah as a as a a, like you said i think that's a good distinction the the witches we had seen that were um good were typically in in movies and tvs and 
Not that we've done extensive research, but uh, we're typically in uh, in comedy or less serious venues. Yeah, uh, Bewitched is based on a movie that had um, Veronica Lake in it called "I Married a Witch," and uh, you you could see the parallels in it and kind of the same thing hmm. where she's not supposed to use her magic, which I always thought was a crazy rule in Bewitched, and then. Also in I Dream of Genie, which was, of course, she's not a witch, but... She's a genie. Yeah. Why can't you use your magic? I'd be all over using the magic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because muggles might see. Oh. Well, I'm talking about, yeah. Well, That's wait, why I'm, you can't do it. They, no, I'm, cro- I'm crossing universes. They had a great reason in the Harry Potter universe. That's right. Yeah. You don't want to see. And I guess that was, a, you didn't want, uh, you know, Mrs. Kravitz to see in uh, Bewitched or Major, uh, whatever... Admiral, what was the guy, bad guy's name in uh, oh, Bewitched? I mean, would, uh, I dream uh, of genie. Major Healy's the friend. Yeah, I can't remember. I thought about it just the other day because I saw him in a movie. And it's almost like Don Knox in uh, Three's Company. Yeah, know? that's right. Not Mr. Roper, Mr. Furley. Yeah, yeah okay. Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. All right, who's next? Okay, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Which, 1996. Yeah, the Melissa Joan Hart version. Mm-hmm. Now, I also liked the Archie Andrews. Uh, cartoon show, the spinoff show sure. that was with her, but uh, Melissa Joan Hart as Sabrina, as opposed to the later version that had a real dark version of Sabrina's, what was her, something, uh, Dark Adventures of Sabrina yeah. or something that came on Netflix or some other streaming yeah. service. That wasn't badly done, but I just always liked uh, the Melissa Joan Hart. And I think there may have been Aunt Esmeralda in that. But uh, uh, no. Maybe uh, that was the familiar. Hilda and Zelda. Maybe Esmeralda was the familiar. No, Salem was the talking oh, cat. Oh, okay. There. We, we'll, we'll have to find out where Esmeralda is. We'll now. have to find Esmeralda somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So who you got up next? Uh, that's pretty much where I end and just go into the honorable mention kind of characters. Witchy Poo from... Uh, Witchy Poo? <laughs> do you remember Witchy Poo from H.R. Puff and well, stuff? See, see, I can't believe you don't have Maleficent. Mal- uh, Maleficent's one I had. Okay. All right. Again, I'm going to shut up and just listen I, to you. You know... Um, are we talking about the Disney version? Or are we talking about the Angela? Not that they're both not Disney, but the cartoon version versus the uh, Angelina Jolie movie. Well, I and, never saw the Angelina Jolie. Oh, they're both really good. Are they're they? good movies? But I don't think of her as a witch that much, even though she has mar- magical powers. Uh, I thought of I thought of the cartoon version more of, of a, as a witch, and also the one from Snow White, the Evil Queen. Although you know, I don't know that she's ever really called a witch. She does witch like things, and mm-hmm. I guess she turns into an old witch at the end. But uh, and then I, as you're scrolling through, I saw um, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that 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 was a great movie. I love that movie. They're supposed to be making a remake of that, but uh, those were again funny witches that were well and Charmed. Remember Charmed? Charmed. Yeah, on, now on there the been there have been two iterations of that, I believe. Right? Yeah, and I believe the second one, which was a reboot remake, yeah. had some callbacks to the original. Uh-huh. So yeah, but, all right. And I, and I didn't watch that very very much. I, you know, again, they're in that world, but they're not. You know, they weren't in my. They were ones that I thought about. Also, The Witches of Eastwick, you know, which yeah. that movie with Jack Nicholson and Cher and, oh, I'm drawing a blank on. Um, was Glenn Close? No, Glenn no. Close wasn't in it. Um, what was Glenn Close in? Ah, well, we'll find Susan it. Susan Sarandon's in it. And I'm trying to think who the third person was that was in it. And I, I'm sorry, I can't. And then there was another one with uh, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock uh, where they were they were witches as well. And I'm, I hate that I'm drawing a blank on that one. But again, I, you know, I kind of went with my my top five or so, and then the other ones were just basically honorable mentions as witches. Uh, I'm looking through, uh, boy, some of these folks I don't even know. There's a witch from Star Trek All Our Yesterdays. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
And of course, you know, there's the Macbeth stuff, the witches in Macbeth, double, double toil and trouble. We all know those lines, but. So really until, let's see, who are these three? I'm looking, the Sanderson Sisters. Yeah, yeah, from Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, just not a, not a lot of serious witches and, right. you know, they're, they're almost like one note mm-hmm. jokes almost. So. Yeah, it's, you know, when you think about it, uh, and, and and granted, we've we've cited some examples so they're there. But when you think about all the vampire, you know, types of characters that have been out there, you know, some of them different versions of Dracula, but just yeah. all the different vampire things, uh, uh, you know, I think that's probably a much much bigger genre than witches have been. And then of course wizards, we have wizards, you know, Gandalf, you know, several of those kind of things. But but there's not always. It seems like wherever you've got a wizard, you may find a witch, but you don't see the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. maybe I've said that just the wrong way. Wherever there's a witch, there's probably a wizard. Sure. But usually there's a wizard without some kind of corresponding sure. witch character. And, you know, you're talking about vampires. I, I trace the whole vampire renaissance back to Anne Rice. Uh-huh, yeah. And envy with vampire, you know, yeah, with right. Lestat. That, and and that, that kind of rewrote the uh-huh. rules of vampires. So. Yeah. And. I think there's something to be said too for you know Hammer films bringing some of that sure. back. I mean they brought back all the Universal monsters, you know Frankenstein, Dracula, and I think Christopher Lee especially Christopher mm-hmm. Lee, Peter Cushing, those movies kind of brought vampires back. But it wasn't really until um, Anne Rice's books that they crossed over into this mainstream, and sure. I think you know really led the way for like Twilight and some of these other things we saw. We didn't even talk about Twilight. We're not going to talk about Are there Twilight. witches in Twilight? I don't know. I don't either. Never read it. I saw one of the movies. I don't admit that in public much. But anyway, um, well, well, we started off with Scarlet Witch. The The season finale is going to drop in two days as we record this. Yeah. Do we go on record and make some predictions and see how ridiculous we sound? I think uh, Samantha Stevens is going to make a appearance now. That's going to get... Wow. Yeah, I mean, we could... If you what, what do you think... What do you think is going to be... So, uh, you know, I, I kind of think that the Hex, folks in the Hex will become mutants, and that's how we get the mutant universe okay. in. Uh, there's been speculation that uh, Director Hayward is actually Ultron. Yes, I've seen that, yeah. I don't see how that happens. I don't think that's, uh, you know, a lot of our big, really uh, spectacular fan theories got shot down. Yeah. You know, Reed Richards is probably not going to appear. You I know, don't We think don't think so. that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that Mephisto is going to show up. That's another thing. I mean, it could be that uh, he's behind all this. I don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other, the main thing I would like to see, and this is this is my prediction, uh, and I've seen reasons why not to expect it, but I think that uh, Vision is going to be resurrected some way. May not be completely turned over yet, sure. But he's going to be brought back some way that he can eventually be brought back entirely. I think we've got his what we would call his soul. That's the Wandavision version of that she created. We saw list last time that she created at one, and we also saw some stuff that might have been Mind Stone power that was still within her. So I think she's created what is his essence, his soul. We've seen uh, the White Vision version that Hayward has reconstructed from his physical body. Using the drone with Wanda Chaos power to, to power. power it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they're going to somehow fight, clash, you know, or or maybe combine, and through that we'll have something that a vision that can exist outside of the hex. So that's what I'm hoping to see. So that that would if that would effectively resurrect everybody except Black Widow and Tony Stark. Right. Right. 
But I do, I do think we're going to get Vision back. Now, I don't know that he will, at the end of WandaVision, be himself yet. Yeah. I think that might be something that happens possibly in Doctor Strange. One of the reasons I, I, I saw was, one of the things I saw about this was, uh, they said the series, this first series is kind of creating a problem in that they can use the TV series to do character development they can kind of gloss over with in the movies. The movies are the action and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. things may happen. But can they allow things to happen that affects the movie universe? And granted, they're all tied together now. But can they allow things to happen in a series that maybe not everybody has seen? I don't think it's a problem. I mean, to me, it's a comic book approach everywhere. That's you would right. see that, you know, Stan Lee's editor's note that would tell you, okay, if you miss this, it happened in this issue. You can go back and look at, you know, True Believers. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I think there's just a little exposition at the beginning said, oh, he was resurrected in the in New Jersey, the sure. Hex incident, you know. So did you see, speaking of Stan Lee and WandaVision, did you see the Easter egg, the Stan Lee Easter egg? What was it? So there's a license plate that yes, says Wanda. Yes, yes, and it's, yes. it's Stanley's birthday. Yeah, is the, 12, 28, 23 or something 22, like. I 22, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, true believer. Yeah. Look at you. Right. So, well, it, it, you know, to, to me, the the Disney Plus series are fulfilling the promise of the Netflix Marvel shows because, yes. in, you know, originally the Netflix Marvel shows were so tied mm-hmm. into um, the what was happening in the movies. And now, and that didn't really fulfill out. So, um, you know, it, it would be great if Charlie Cox shows up, you know. Yeah, and, I think he will show up. I just don't know that he'll show up in this. Yeah, yeah. So, And, and I think, again, you will have people go, I don't know who this is. Well, you don't have to necessarily. You don't have to have his whole backstory that was told in that story. All you need is a couple of lines of exposition and say, oh, this is uh, you know the lawyer from Hell's Kitchen, the blind lawyer from Hell's Kitchen. And guess what? He happens to be Daredevil, you know, so there'll be, yeah. I think that'll be revealed. I don't, I don't think people are going to be too lost. No, not anymore. Not well, any more lost than they would be. Well, I, I think we also expect more of audiences now. Yeah. Where, you know, if you go back and look at superhero movies in the 90s and early uh-huh. aughts, you had to, everything, if, if you did a pivot, you had to re uh, established the origin story. Right. And we saw with Tom Holland, Spider-Man in Civil War, where, you know, he's trying to tell Tony Stark, hey, this is what happened. He's like, kid, I don't really care. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't think the audience, I don't. I think the audience will find out that information as they need to. Yeah. And otherwise they're there. As long as the story that's presented on screen is is good enough, they're okay with it. Um, you know, I mean, how many movies do we have now in the in the Marvel Cinematic mm, Universe? 20, 20 something? Yeah. Or 20, I think. Yeah. With uh, where we are now. And so you are just as likely to miss one of the twenty. You can't go have to. You can't have to go back and find that one to to know what's going on. That's what Wikipedia is for. That's right. So, so what do you think about this, Jay? I'm just happy to see all the people come back. All I don't right. know why that's my Jay impersonation. That is your Jay impersonation. Sorry, so. Jay. Uh, sorry, Jay. All right, guys. Well, if you weren't happy with the full compliment of guys of a certain age, we guarantee your money back. Oh wait, you didn't pay <laughs> for the right. podcast. All right, till next time, we will see you on the other side.